Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Wednesday morning. Had to think a second. Uh, that was Crowder. Prove it. I like Crowder's music. He's got a lot of great songs out there. Have several of his albums on Apple iTunes, and uh, really enjoy his style of music. And uh, uh, he's got a lot of a lot of great songs out there. So uh, if you haven't heard of him or checked him out, I encourage you to do so. So uh, got a lot of people watching this morning. Uh, good morning, Christy, Brandy, my wife, Allie. Uh, Jennifer Honeycutt, Sheila Sanders, Darlene Barker, uh, let's see who else we got, Jennifer Corby Williams, we got, uh, I think I've, that's everybody I see right now, so uh, good morning to all you wonderful people, and thank you for tuning in and watching this morning, so hope everybody slept well and ready to hit the day uh, running, and uh, just use this day to glorify the Lord, and that's all we can do each and every day, so I know sometimes we can dread the day, sometimes we can dread uh uh, our, our work day and what's to come, but uh, we just do it, live it for the Lord. That's all we can do. So, uh, good morning, Nicole. And uh, uh, yes, uh, Allie, she said Crowder. Yes, ma'am. I'd uh, check out Crowder's his name. And that was the song Prove It. And I like that song, The Run, Devil Run. And uh, oh, he's got a bunch of them. I like. He's got a lot of, a lot of good music out there. And uh, some of his more faster paced stuff. And he's got uh, more slower. Um, praise music that he sings as well so it's good good stuff there all right well let's go ahead and let us do our pledge of allegiance i'll take off my hat my daddy mimi there we go i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all I praise the Lord for that, and uh, we get to say that wonderful pledge each and every morning. I'm telling you guys, we've got to, you know, something that uh, I don't always agree with everything that Tommy Lauren puts out there. Uh, you know, she's uh, uh, actually uh, pro-choice than pro-life. That's one one problem I do have with her, but uh, she does make uh, some pretty good political commentary out there. I know, I know if you ever watch uh, Tommy Lauren, I tell you what, she's... Uh, she's always fired up. I, I told my dad, I said, boy, I'd hate to be married to that girl. I said, she could chew you up, spit you up, for you knew what hit you. <laughs> she, she always seems very angry. But uh, uh, one thing that uh, she did talk about on there is talking about quiet conservatives. And if you're a quiet conservative, that um, you're, is what's wrong with this nation. And, you know, and, and because we need to make a voice now more than ever uh, to stand up against the tyranny uh, of the uh, progressive liberal left and uh, the agendas they're trying to push in government and you know socialism that's what they want man i mean we're we're reaching a point where they're wanting to ban books you know i mean y'all when i think of that all you can think of is nazi germany of the book burning i mean with dr suits is offensive a plastic potato is offensive i mean it's all these crazy asinine things out there that they want men to play in women's sports and where's all the um I gotta put it delicately. Uh, we'll just say the pink hat wearing women that was out there screaming here a few years ago. Uh, you had uh, um, 
Ashley Judd out there talking about how she's a nasty woman and all this stuff. She is a nasty woman. Now, when I did Big Stone Gap and I did that movie, she was a she was not nice. She was a nasty individual. <laughs> she really was. But uh, uh, you know, where are all these women screaming at? Uh, where they're allowing these men to play in these female sports? They should be outraged right now. And then then get this: in California, they have uh, quit. They said that they have halted the construction of any new gas stations or renovations thereof and because they want everybody to go electric. Now, you believe that? Now, here, so it's going to get to the point where you can even get gasoline. They want to force you to buy electric vehicles. That's in California. Don't think that's not going to come this way. And, you know, you look at a lithium mine and the devastation of a lithium mine uh, on our environment Versus a pipeline. A pipeline, after it's done and finished, it's a it's a grassy, beautiful, wooded area. You know, you can even tell it's even there. Complete total uh, differences in the the in the battery power. The batteries themselves they use are far more worse on the environment than uh, the uh, uh, fumes from a gas uh, powered engine. You know, it's just, so it's just, it's all about control, and that's one thing we need to make sure these idiot morons of government need to understand. They work for us. They have, they are under some weird impression that we work for them. And that's not how it works in a free republic, United States of America. And uh, maybe we need some rattlesome. I'm not, uh, you know, encouraging um, a riot or, or anything like that. But I'm just saying we need to ideologically or whatever it takes to uh, rattle the cages a little bit and say, hey, we're not taking this anymore. And I'm telling you. Mark my words, and I'm not the only one. Ken, Ken Ham, Franklin Graham, uh, Ben Shapiro. Um, there's been a lot of other uh, famous individuals out there. This Equality Act that's being pushed. I'm telling you, it's going to it's it's going to hurt Christianity. I'm just, it's just that's, I'm just mark my words. I'm telling you, if that gets pushed through, we're going to have we're going to see some some major persecution, ladies and men and gentlemen out there watching. So just. Be aware of that, all right? But uh, now the world's getting crazy, man. I mean, you know, these open borders, and now they're just like this morning, he's talking about uh, uh, the, there's a human trafficking ring that was coming over from Mexico, and uh, there was a hit, hit an SUV, and there's a person lost their lives. And with these open borders, see all these coyotes, all these things that, you know, when Trump was in there, uh, all that was going on a decline. Now it's going right back up again with the drugs and the human trafficking and all this stuff, uh, the the who knows what terrorists could be coming over, what diseases they're bringing over, but that's okay. It's just uh, uh, as long as it uh, makes all the liberals feel good. That's that's what it's about, apparently. So <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, guys. You know I don't mean to get on uh, that uh, uh, tangent <laughs> each day, but it makes us a dagger mad. I can't see straight. It really does. But anyway, let's look at our verses this morning. Or a, a verse this morning. Ephesians 6.13 Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. All right, my friends. You know, I don't think it's, if you are a Bible-believing Christian, it should be no shock or surprise that we are indeed in a battle, a uh, spiritual, mental, and emotional battle. 
the devil works strategically. You know, if you have studied any kind of, uh, or have even watched any kind of military movie or television show, or uh, you know, the art of, if you've read, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, I ain't gonna pronounce the author's name, but the Art of War. I have read some of it. It's 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 not easy reading. You know, it's not like it's like a it's not like a novel. You just sit down like, oh wow, I keep put this down. It's like you start reading and thinking, I want to put this down. It's, it's boring. But uh, I have read uh, maybe about half of it. But it's uh, uh, you know that's how the devil. You know, that's why we have the. Uh, verse that the devil walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He is strategically, he's waiting, and he's, he's patient, and he's, uh, you know, look at, um, you know, if you look, watch a cat, you know, if there's a mouse or something, if you watch a cat, that cat will sit there, and it'll wait, and it's watching the movements of that mouse, and uh, and then right when that mouse gets comfortable, things are okay, that's when that cat pounces. You know, years ago, uh, me and Dan Britt that uh, plays in our uh, our praise team. I can't even say it. We were good friends. Uh, well, I still consider him a good friend. He's a good man. Thank the world of him. But we used to hang around a lot for when uh, his current wife, uh, Megumi, was in um, Japan. We used to hang around. I was well, long before I was ever married. We used to hang around a lot. And uh, he had these piranhas. And he's like, watch this. And it was neat. I mean, they went big. I mean, just little little piranhas. But it was still fascinating. He would drop the uh, the fish into that tank that to feed them, and I don't know what kind of fish they were, some little minnow or something. And that, that piranha was just like a cat. It would sit there. It was fascinating. The piranha would sit there and he'd watch. Of course, that fish is you know like I don't get freaked out. Like where where am I at? What am I doing? You know, and he's just swimming around. And that, that that piranha, he would almost hide behind something that was in that tank. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> Buddy, he had a hold of it and it's gone. You know, it was, it was really interesting to watch. Well, see, spiritually speaking, that's what the devil does. He's waiting. He's lying there. He's walking around and he's waiting to devour. He's waiting to pounce. He's waiting to attack you at any given moment. You know, and I think that's one reason why. Uh, you know, remember these forces are real. The, uh, the you know the devil does have power. However, his power is limited. God is all powerful. He is far more powerful than the devil ever thought about being. And God only allows him so much leeway uh, on this earth. Now, there's going to be a time when he's going to cut the devil loose. And uh, depending on where your beliefs are in eschatology, we hope pray we should be raptured out when that happens. But we have to be very careful, and men have to be very careful. Women have to be very careful. I tell you, I have done so much counseling in regards to extramarital affairs. And a lot of it, I'll be honest with you, nine times out of I'm, uh, nine times out of ten was just they were on social media, you know, they were just talking to an old boyfriend or girlfriend or just a friend from high school, you know, and uh uh next thing you know it from uh, being just, you know, cutting up, going back and forth to an emotional affair to a physical affair. And, uh, you know, men in particular, uh, you know, I, like I say, in women, I, I, I've yet to ever understand uh, women out there who abandon uh, their kids and, and run off some idiot man. I, I've never understood that uh, at all. Just selfishness, really. Uh, not just women, but men, too, leave their families, abandon their kids and their wives. And, you know, I, it's just pure selfishness. But um, I think men, a lot of times, particularly when they're getting older, uh, they... Uh, they seem to find more satisfaction out of uh, getting praise from those 
uh, outside of the family unit than inside the family unit. And it's no surprise that in the workplace or something, some attractive girl starts uh, approaching a man that uh, maybe he feels his looks and physicalities are are failing him and uh, he likes the attention he's getting and likewise all the women that i've counseled their husbands rarely paid them attention they never rarely ever noticed their new hair hairdo or uh really noticed uh their new outfit uh, tell them that they're pretty say that they love them give them a hug so when they're not getting that at home then uh, all of a sudden this, this guy at work is saying boy you look pretty today oh you're so sweet oh i love your laugh oh look how pretty your eyes are you know and then all of a sudden it's thinking wow you know uh, the jerk i'm married to at home don't treat me near as good as this guy does at work and then you start to see how that starts to uh to to sway you see you know and that's why i think you know when you look at king david uh and his uh, uh the adultery that he committed you know i think that uh i can't i wish i could remember the name of the uh speaker uh we had to we listen as a he's an older gentleman we listened to him when i was doing my graduate studies up in indiana we watched the um uh, video and uh he had a very uh poignant uh, and very um, just good outlook on Dave on King David, and talking about how he was aging and how he, he was much older now, and maybe his hair was thinning, or you know, and he wasn't feeling, you know, he, when he should have been out in battle, he stayed back at home, and that's when he cast his eyes on Bathsheba. And the point of all that is, we have to be so very careful, particularly when it comes to the affairs of the heart. And I've, I've had, uh, you know, just because I'm a pastor doesn't mean I'm immune to these kind of things. I have to be very, very careful. And whenever I reach out to someone of the opposite sex, I show my wife at me and say, hey, listen, I'm trying to reach out to this individual uh, to see if they need, uh, see if they're okay, if they need counseling. Or, you know, as a pastor, you know, trying to keep watch of the flock. I try to treat treat women exactly how I would treat a male. I always, I'm never alone with a, another female, even in counseling situations. I always make sure my wife or my mother's uh, in the next room with the door cracked open. Uh, you know, it is, uh, you know, it's just, you just, even if you know nothing would ever happen, just the fact that somebody could even say something, you know, the looks of it, you know, could could interpret something differently. So always, you know, I have to be, you know, extra careful, and that's what we all have to be extra careful. And that's why we have to put on that full armor of God. That's why there's a reason why we have to put on that helmet of salvation, so we can protect our our noggins. You know, that's why there's a helmet there, so to uh, to keep our brains from getting squashed out. You know, we put on that breastplate of righteousness, so that we can uh, uh, be protected. Our hearts will be protected. We have that shield of faith. So that when those fiery darts come, we can fight back. We have that sword of the spirit. So that as not only are we defensive, but we are offensive in our fighting techniques as a Christian on the battlefield. We are girded around our waist with truth. If you don't have a good belt on, I don't know about uh, well, how some of you people are, but uh, probably not many women have to worry about this. But me, with my fat belly, if my belt ain't on good, my pants are going to fall. And ain't nobody want to see that, all right? So you got to make sure that belt's good and tight and girded up, all right? So we need to be girded with truth. That we're, we're girded with truth, then we're not worried, and then we can't fall for the lies and the apostasy and the things that are going on in the world. And then not only that, but even our feet. Are, are are shod with the preparation of peace. So you know you see that full armor because we are in a battle and we have to watch every aspect of our life and we cannot allow every little creepy thing to come in. We can't allow temptation to entice us to do something we shouldn't. 
I wish I could say that every time I'm tempted to uh, do wrong, that I'm, I, I, I always fight back and uh, heroically. There, uh, be honest with you, I, I feel like I fail far more than I'm victorious. You know, there's uh, so many areas of my life I have to work on. I'm weak at. I have to, to fight. I have good days. I'm victorious. I have days that I fail. In fact, this morning I was praying like, Lord, I, so I fail so much. I fail daily. When it comes to, to my walk with the Lord, I, I sometimes I'm like, why, why did you even bother creating me? You know, like, I feel like all I ever do is disappoint you, Lord. You know, I just, I just feel like that's all I ever do. Uh, but that's what the devil wants. You know, he wants to cast that doubt. He wants to, to, to question your walk with the Lord. He wants, to, he wants that because he wants to separate us. He wants to, to cause that division. And that's why, you know, as, as long as we live on this earth, since the time of Adam, since the fall, that we will have to battle and deal with sin, sinful thoughts, sinful actions, words that come out. We have to fight and we have to go to battle. Each and every day, it is a battle. All right? It's not a matter of will I be uh, or if I will be, it's you're going to be in a battle today. So you might as well be prepared. You might as well have your armor on and you rather be ready for the fight. And you can be having the best day possible. And then some turkey will come in and ruin it. Your boss, a supervisor, uh, or maybe you work in a school and some brat kid is <laughs> being <laughs> nasty and intolerant. Uh, you know, it, 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 you know, but you can't allow something I, my dad told me a long time ago that I've had to learn the hard way. You can't let one person dictate how your your day is going to be and so don't let these people these negative individuals that the devil may use to try to bring you down don't let that infiltrate you you know if they're, they're negative say you know what who cares you know that's that's all on them i know my my heart is full my joy is complete i know where my faith is at i'm a child of the king and just you know smile and keep going forward realize where that's coming at you know I, years ago i uh, was doing um a um this part-time uh, structural assistant uh, school over here and, and close by to the house. And uh, I remember this one woman was in the office, and she was just nasty. I mean, she was just so negative. I mean, nobody wanted to talk to her. And I was determined. I was determined. I was not going to let her negativity uh, get to me. And like I said, there's people, the people that worked there, they didn't even want to fool with her. So I made it a point to find something to compliment her on every day. I found I made it a point. She's an older lady. I made it a point to try to, to respond in a positive way. And at first, when I first talked to her, she was very stern. She was very short. She was like she was with everybody else. But I noticed that uh, it, you know, over, over a course of, I don't know, weeks, months, whatever, I could tell that where I kept trying to compliment her and kept trying to brag on her and kept trying to be nice to her, I could see that rough exterior slowly starting to peel back a little bit. And she got to where she was nicer to me. She was smiling, you know, and, you know, it makes a difference. But that's why we can't allow that devil to rob us of our joy. Now, there's some people out there just hate life and hate everybody. <laughs> no matter how nice you are, how good you try to be, they just, they just you know, hey, all you can do at that point is just pray for those individuals. But realize we're locked into this battle, guys and gals, until Lord raptures out of here or we die and going home to be with the Lord. We're, we're going to be locked in this battle. Like, you know, there's days when maybe we get a little too comfortable. That's when the, uh, it's like the cat and the mouse. That's when the devil's going to pounce. Right, right when you think, wow, things are going good. I'm doing good with my walk with the Lord. You know, I, I'm, I'm you know, reading my Bible. I'm praying. I'm going to church. Things are looking good. 
That's when the old devil just, just knocks the living daylights out of you to remind you that uh, uh, it ain't over yet. So, uh, you know, be careful. You know, it's, you know, we have to be, you know, just as the devil is strategic in his moves, we have to be strategic in our moves. And I, and I like, and I say, I'm horrible at it, but I love playing chess. I enjoy it. Uh, it, it is, uh, uh, I like how you have to be, four or five moves ahead you have to see you have to imagine what's this person where if i move here how is this person going to counter move you know if i move a pawn here they might uh, move their knight here or they might move their king here their queen here what you know their rook or whatever you know you, you have to be strategic because you've got different pieces moving different ways so you may move one piece here and think you're okay but you forgot to see uh the rook or the knight or whatever over here and then bam you know they get you and it's kind of like we we have to be in our christian battle and uh, that we're in we have to be four or five moves ahead if i do this is this outcome going to happen if i start talking to this individual what's this in, what's the outcome going to be if i you know you'll see what i'm saying we have to be very strategic in our thinking in the spiritual warfare so be very careful always be on your guard you know i'm not saying you know you, you i'm not saying you can't be friends with someone of the opposite sex and by you know but we have to be very 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 careful the devil don't play fair particularly when it comes to the affairs of the heart and that's something we all have to be very watchful of and what do you think you know there's a reason why you see so many so many pastors who have sexual infidelity because the devil loves nothing more than to try to hurt christianity to try to hurt their testimony to try to hurt uh that church i mean that's, that's you know and so that's why uh, i have to be extra careful as a pastor you have to be careful as laymen and uh watch your p's and q's watch you know what be careful what you watch what you listen to what you're doing remember we've got to be a witness for the lord and we've got to keep that shield of faith up and be ready for the battle so my friends not only do we have to be offensive but we have to be defensive as well let us pray Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day that you bless us with. Lord, help us uh, with our daily battle and struggles. Help us with our fight with temptation. Lord, help us to resist. Lord, we know that you will always allow a way of escape. And Lord, help us to find and seek that out. Help us to be strong. Help us to be bold. Lord, help us never to cower away from the fight. Lord, let us serve you well. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God. Forgive me for all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead us. Guide and watch will protect us this day. Lord, be with our nation's leaders. That you, they will come to know you. Be with this nation as a whole. That you'll touch hearts and minds. They'll come to know you before it's too late. Lord, be with all those that uh, on Facebook that uh, needing prayers. And uh, I tried to respond accordingly. And tried to pray, but Lord, you know the hearts and minds of each and every individual and their needs and wants, and Lord, let your will be done in those situations. Lord, I do pray for Kim Penix, Wendy Lee, and Ginger and Troy Hood. I pray for Linda David Feathers, Roger Winters, Jane Kitchings, Larry and Dinah Knight. Lord, I do pray for all those in our, in our congregation as uh, dealing with loss today, and that you will give them peace and strength. And Lord, I do pray that uh, you will help us to be a light in this world of darkness and to serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. And uh, just as always, just as I always try to close, to remind everybody, if you can't get on social media or don't want to be on social media anymore, you can always watch all of our sermons and devotions live on uh, our website at flbconline.com. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the Docu Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only. But you can listen to all these devotions as you're going out and about your day. Well, my friends, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. Don't forget to tune in tonight at 7 o'clock as we continue our study in 1 Peter chapter 4, looking at verses 9 through 11. So you definitely want to tune in and don't want to miss it. So I hope everybody has a blessed day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.